What's up guys? Welcome to Fit Food Radio. This is episode 146 and it's me, Matt Whitmore and Keris Marston. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Week seven, lockdown and that. I think it's gone really quick. We haven't killed each other yet. No. How would you say we are coping as a couple? Uh, <laughs> We've had our moments, haven't yeah. we? I think we're doing really well. I'd say in the last week, we've probably had... Do you know what? The thing is, we both have bad days mm. where we're really irritated and yeah. it's never the same day. So it'll be one of us is irritated by everything that day and yeah. takes it out on the other. And that's yeah. just life, isn't it, really? Yeah, I mean, that kind of happens anyway, doesn't it, generally? I'd say there's but... been one or two days where we've both been majorly irritated yeah, just... and then it's turned into... Bah, bah. <laughs> it's turned into a cytokine <laughs> storm in our kitchen and then we've had to get out, haven't we? Yeah. We've both said, like... Let's like just go for a walk. Yeah, but you go that way, I'll go this yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go and sit in the car for 10 minutes. You, you go and sit in the bathroom for 10 minutes. But we have done that a bit. Like, you know, it's um, we haven't kind of over overfought these things in that, you know, I think it's kind of to be to be expected to a degree because, you know, like we're, we're used to having our own time, yeah, which we now don't have as much because obviously... I'm not training my clients. Keris isn't commuting into London for lectures anymore. You know, so we're we're with each other so much more than we would be. We would be normally, and even you know, even though we work from well, I say we work from home, we do most of the time. But Keris more so works in coffee shops, so I'm at home on my own. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, but it's kind of to be expected because as a result, we kind of yeah, everyone has their own routine, right? Yeah. And there's times like where it's a bit like, hey, whoa, 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 hang on a minute. This is what I would normally do when I'm here on my own and you're interfering with that. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And but I don't we don't we don't take it personal, do we? It's a bit I think like, that's the best thing about like because we've been used to having periods of time working together anyway, we got very good at rather than just like literally you can sit there and get so wound up with somebody but you don't say anything and then you just start ex- like, you know, exploding at each other, but you're never really saying what the actual problem is. Yeah. And you know, you're almost expected to kind of be like mind reading each other type thing. Whereas, so we got very good at actually saying before we exploded, like, yeah, it's literally quite annoying. <laughs> yeah. It's literally, it's quite annoying when you do that. But we don't even say it like that to be no. fair now. You know, we'll just <laughs> verbalize that we're just throw something at you once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We verbalize it and then it's ended a lot quicker. It ends up being a really rational yeah. discussion. We, we, and we, that we got. We're quick to, to apologise, aren't we? And we're really quick to apologise and we don't hold grudges, which you could, we never could do running a business together. It wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't be that efficient. And and so I think we're quite lucky. And that would be my advice to anyone else is rather than sit there seething. And I think we very quickly communicated with one another what we were finding frustrated, mm. frustrating in terms of each other's behaviours. You know, you kind of trying to talk to me from like five rooms away, like me, 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 me. And I can't, I can't hear a word you're saying, you know, and I'll be like, I can't hear you, Matt. And then you go, me, 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 me. <laughs> but, but my point is, like, by, by her you saying, I can't hear you. So I'm like, how could she not hear me? <laughs> it didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear words. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Me making a big mess of the kitchen, like, you know, drives you potty. Oh, but, you know, so little things like that, like we talk, we talk to each other about it. And then I, my promise to you is that I'll clean the kitchen ASAP so yeah, it's not a problem and you know similarly and I think we've just kind of got to accept each other's like different ways and I think it's funny we just have such different ways of organizing ourselves across the day but ultimately I've started to say that to myself before I bite I'm like respect 
that he has a completely different way mm. of organising himself and your way isn't the highway. And, and normally the right you, way. you wouldn't see that and vice versa. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I don't really know how you organise your day quite so much because you normally stay out of the house. That's it. And, yeah, yeah. and it's kind of having that level of understanding that actually, hang on a minute, it's it's not for me to say that how you're doing things isn't right because that's what works for you. Well, the control freak in all of us has to step back and it's so interesting because there are certain things that you absolutely love to control in the house and there are certain things that I absolutely love to control and we get really like backseat driver with one another over <laughs> it. You're insane over washing. Like, you know, like you go mad if I don't put my leggings... I throw them in the washing inside out and you, you're like literally come marching downstairs and go why can't you put these the right way around and no, like, she like whips her leggings off like in one go and inside that what, e- everything, everything comes with it the, like the socks. socks the underwear <laughs> and they're all like wrapped around each other but I get to a point now where I've just thought you know what I used to put all the washing in my, my washing when it goes into the basket it gets put in the right way round so then when it goes into the washing machine it comes out and you just got to fold it Whereas with Keris now, I've just stopped bothering. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> if it goes in the basket inside out, it's going in the machine inside out. Do you know out. what you're highlighting? She here, can though? sort it afterwards. Yeah, do you know what you're highlighting though? Is like I never, I never hang out the washing. And do you know why I never hang out the washing? I'm terrible at it. Because you have a way of doing it that you, you get like it's so you're so it has to be oh this my way. God, it's no. like the dishwasher. Listen. No, but what next time to- I'm gonna film right. <laughs> I'm gonna get you to do a wash. I'm gonna film how Keris hangs washing out. <laughs> like she literally just throws it over something. <laughs> She doesn't kind of like give it a little shake, get any like major creases out and let it hang. It's just like, I'll just throw that over there. That would do. This is one thing I would say that I've observed about both of us and there's got to be other couples out there. I have no patience for certain things that that you have so much patience for. And it's like chopping vegetables, same thing. You like micro chop vegetables and you, you get like... You get your phone out, you put something on Prime and you get like a whiskey and you... Me time. Yeah, whereas I'm a bit like, right, making dinner and I just hit the kitchen and I'm like... She hit the figures though. Like, badly did, chopped. This, this is why she wor- she wonders why like she'll cook so much. She's like, oh, how come some of the veg are cooked and some aren't? And I'm like, well, that's five times the size, that chunk of carrot, compared to the other bit. There needs to be an element of consistency here. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, we, we, all have, we all have these things. But So I just say now, like, you know, things are getting a bit stressful. I'll say, it's curious, like, Oh, do, you, do you fancy a walk? She'd be like, oh, yeah, that'd be lovely. I'd be like, oh, go on then. I'll, I'll see you back here in an hour. <laughs> Off you go. Chop, chop. So do you remember that chat up line, that jokey chat up line, like you go up to like, a couple of girls at the bar, like you go up to one of them and say, oh, hey, do you want to dance? And she goes, oh, oh yeah. You go, go on then, because I want to talk to your friends. Oh, no. <laughs> joking. Well, no one would actually no, do so. that. Obviously, <laughs> you would have to be pretty mean to do something like that. That's pretty cold. Anyway, um, but here we are. Yeah, the lockdown, the lockdown, lockdown, the lockdown is still upon us, and we're learning a lot. You know, like we've just said, like we've learned a lot about each other. Like, despite the fact we've been together for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is the first time we've lived. Well, I think it's the first time anyone has been so in each other's pocket. Yeah, do, do you see what I mean? It's an intense and, time from a family relationship perspective, I think. And even if you're separated from your loved ones, that is equally testing, you know, from... Mm, and, and I think, course. you know, you're seeing some people in the middle of, like, trying to homeschool as well as work. And I can imagine the friction that's causing... Because parenting, generally, we often compare running a business to parenting and say how when it's getting to it's like, you know, when it's 
becoming a really difficult situation to manage so this could be because like the kids are kicking off or whatever with a business it's just like you're really worried about it from a financial perspective or a to-do list task list that kind of stuff like you you take it out on each other Hmm. like you really do because you're equally responsible for that situation and so again could be like you know house renovations anything you just turn on each other with that and i think this has become a situation where we've all got a little bit better or we've got a little bit better i would say and i hope other people do over time of like finding a groove with it and just not turning on each other because we're also a little bit i think emotionally vulnerable so the last thing you need is to have that kind of just that conflict going on you know in in your environment and so I read this in the Sunday Times. They were talking about how to not let your relationship go to pieces during lockdown and talked about doing things like date nights and whatever. But there was this really good point where they just said, when you're about to lash out, like hold your tongue and just think, am I being am I being a brat here about this situation? And I think it's just a line that stuck with me mm. where you think, right now we've got people out there, you know, kind of uh, risking their lives, working around the clock, key workers, and many of them away from their own families. And then here we are, you know, kind of losing our shit with ours. And that's what yeah. gets you to reassess things. And I know we sh- it shouldn't take that. But I think it just, in the heat of the moment, when you are you you can't see the, the wood for the trees, it just helps to go, I'm just being a brat here. Like, realistically, mm. I'm okay and I've got my needs met. And yes, it's not ideal and I feel quite stressed. But like you've said, a bit of sleep, walk, time out. You know, it's yeah. like that famous posts that's going around and it's like when isn't it when you're tired don't give up rest and I think it's a bit the same with lockdown where it's just when you feel like it's it's beaten you almost like you're defeated Mm. what you actually just need is rest from the whole thing and we can't rest so you have to think about how do you mimic rest and that (laughs) is basically you know do you come together as a team with your family if it's if it's getting a little bit chaotic in the family home or with your partner if it's the two of you or with your work relationship if worker I've seen some people that are, clients have mentioned worker being really unrealistic about expecting them to be online 24-7 yeah. and piled loads of work on them and things like that so it's kind of like that's when you have to come together and just have some discussions about this situation and and do you need to you know be really honest and say this has got too much um I've, I've really overstretched myself and therefore i need a bit of time back do you need some earlier nights do you need to just have a day off and yeah. you haven't given yourself that day off and you know if you're homeschooling i don't know the regulations in place so people might go oh she, she knows nothing but can you just all take a day off and go you know what we'll catch up later or do half today and let's just go out as a family and have a nice big walk can someone just relay you and give you time to go upstairs lie down and breathe and sleep for an hour or something do you see what i mean and i think it's we actually did a a moga session on sorry just finished we did a moga session for our members this sunday so moga is basically i've I've developed this um, mashup of moga moga uh, mobility and yoga because i've always enjoyed just kind of combining the two and I think there's strengths to both so I've started to do Facebook lives and and our membership site we have a Sunday one that you take part in with yeah, me which is funny it. because it really yeah. helps me to what? see it's funny <laughs> so how rude it helps me because you have completely different mobility and flexibility to me so doing it with you <laughs> by completely helps me. different you mean a severe lack of <laughs> no 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 I think I actually think your mobility is impressive when you think about how much muscle mass you have and uh, certainly better than strength. it used to be Definitely. And so having you there helps me to think about regressions or, um, you know, and I can almost tell you hate the downward dog. You know, you're like, this is not a restorative pose. I hate it. So I can see when you're starting to get, you know, 
I don't like this because the idea of the Sunday session is that it is restorative. But this week, the reason I'm explaining this story is we finished off just doing a kind of version of Savasana, but in a really mm-hmm. relaxed state using pillows and doing some really deep breathing. So I was counting and you were just <laughs> modelling <laughs> what is, corpse pose. What, when people say Savasana, is that it just stands breathe? for corpse pose. That's it. Yeah, so that's the final pose where you... And in, in yoga, obviously, they would try and keep that for like 10, 15 minutes. But in mm. the classes that I go to, there's only often about five minutes because yeah. people want to get it, done. It, honestly, it was amazing. And I honestly could have just... I could have gone to bed. <laughs> I felt so relaxed. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought, I just don't do this. No. You know, I don't but just... you could do this. As I was saying about yeah. mimicking rest is really the skill of it is sometimes I've taken myself off upstairs when I felt a little bit overwhelmed and also mentally fatigued and I know there's meditation but I'm just not that good at and neither are you we haven't got a really good routine in place of sitting and meditating but what we do find right now and we will get there one day is what we do find right now is I find anyway going and lying down and just counting my breath and doing some diaphragmatic deep belly breathing for about 10 minutes sometimes I almost drift off but I, and sometimes I'm I'm just lying there, but it's totally still. Yeah. And it's a rest for your brain and it's a rest for your body. But again, the reason I wanted to mention that was the, the feedback from that session was basically everyone focused on that last few minutes and said, wow, like I needed that. You know, it's been a long week and, it's, you know, we're going into week seven of lockdown and it was so nice to, to learn that. But what I also said is what's stopping you from doing that in bed? Because we were using pillows, like pillows under mm. your knees, pillows under your back and what stops you from getting into bed at night and just giving yourself 10 minutes to do that that deep breathing. Yeah, and gotcha. I suppose the hard thing will be if your partner's watching, I don't know, like <laughs> something like <laughs> Narcos or something on Netflix yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the iPad. Like, Not the most... Uh... <laughs> then it's going to be... But, but then the, these are the things that you should also do in some ways together because yeah. the other thing that me and you have found really beneficial is as we've upped the training doing the Facebook Lives, we've both started to go this is unsustainable if we don't do the restorative stuff. Yeah. And so we've started to gotcha. get our foam rollers and lacrosse balls out. And at night, one of us will get the ball out and the other one immediately starts doing like, you know, some fascia release yeah. and some stretching. Well, we kind of remind each other, don't we? Yeah. Like, Because sometimes, like, you know, it's easy to just be like, oh, I'm just enjoying just laying here and doing nothing. But then one of us will get out like a foam roller or a lacrosse ball, like Kerry said, and start doing some release work and you're like oh actually i should do that and then it inspires you to do it and you always feel better yeah you always feel better and like um equally if one of you starts scrolling through the phone the other one starts scrolling yeah. through the phone it's, so it's you can infectious. have to think about how you influence each other in that way yeah and what we do is on on our walks we have some big chats and go okay our, our screen time's getting out of control like why don't we think about picking some you know like agreeing the tv of the week and <laughs> the films so that we actually sit down yeah. and get you know, mindful TV and stop scrolling it, as well as it's watching a tough a one though, isn't it? Because at the moment, so many people are obviously online for, for obvious reasons. Yeah. And we're really enjoying connecting with our followers and our members, which you always do anyway. Yeah. But at the moment, like, there's just much more of it. Everyone's more present. So yeah. if you're going to post, you know there's going to be more interaction, yeah, which is really nice. So yeah. it's actually really quite nice. Yeah. And for the first time in a long time, I've actually felt it's quite a positive time that's being spent on social media. Whereas, like Kerry said, sometimes before this, it was kind of felt like it was a bit like mindless scrolling or replying to emails really late and, and things like that, which isn't isn't really ideal of an evening when you're trying to switch off and, and chill. But I think it's important that you try and make the time for the restorative stuff, just like you do 
the kind of stuff. The, the hard stuff yeah, you yeah. know and, and and i know it sounds like a really obvious thing to say but the the breathing aspect of the moga on sunday i did it because obviously i was there doing keris's moga class with her on a sunday morning and it was part of the class and as a result i did it and felt amazing for it absolutely loved it but i don't go oh i'm gonna spend 15 minutes this afternoon just doing those breathing drills again yeah see what i mean i don't even call but, them drills but, 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 well, <laughs> yeah, yeah i know well I should, you know just to take some time yeah, out yeah, and yeah. just lay there and breathe and yeah. relax and really control my breathing and, and whatnot and but i should yeah. because it felt amazing why shouldn't i do that for myself yeah but it's it's easily done it's easy to go like okay well there's my training and then there's just my normal stuff yeah but it's like well here's my training but where's the restorative stuff going in there you yeah. know and it doesn't need to be long you know because the breathing technique thing at the end was like what 10 minutes yeah yeah i think i did that he, in the it end. was even that but it was no. amazing like i said i just felt like i sunk into the floor do you know what i mean and yeah. just honestly i was like just leave me here wake me up in an hour i'll be, I'll be fine in that sense we can be you know like our own therapist and when i say therapist i think you know it's really lovely that we go on and invest in things like massage and reiki reflexology acupuncture these things i i think i know they all make me feel amazing mm. but as you just said you can be your own therapist and we have to be in this time i had a moment yeah. the other day where i thought we all keep winching about our hair but i think i actually just miss things like acupuncture and you know going to have a massage and i was going for infrared saunas i was loving all of that yeah. kind of stuff and can't do any of that now and i thought but but there is also a lot of things that i'm not doing i can't remember the last time i had an epsom salts bath like i've just not really you know made time for that kind of stuff since lockdown i don't know why but that's the sort of things that, that you know we will be our own therapist in, in yeah, that yeah. sense and and i think another other side of it that is we say the same thing about the dialogue that you've got going on in your head across this time as well because we're also I'm starting to see a little bit of a trend of everybody starting to compare because some people are, have really fallen into this position and they're posting online going, I'm loving this because for the first time ever, you know, I'm, I'm not doing this commute and I'm able to cook my own food and I'm running for an hour a day. And, you mm. know, this is getting just like everything else in life, yeah. you know. And then someone sat there going, well, I got three kids. My one hour at the house is like basically trying to manoeuvre them around a playground I barely get 50 steps in you know yeah. I'm homeschooling them I'm knackered by the evening and I just want to eat my body weight in biscuits so and partners st- locked up in, a, in the in the attic you know basically working all hours God sends so you you see these different positions and what we instantly do is 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 look negatively at what someone else is doing compare mm. and use it to turn on ourselves yeah, and, yeah. And, and all that does by the way is make you then want more biscuits so it's like, why do we do this to ourselves, you know? And it, it, and there are little things that we, we could be doing. And I think what you have to do is, as I just mentioned, you know, like halt the situation there and then and say, okay, could we work more as a team and, and relay each other a little mm. bit in any way, shape or form, 10 minutes here or there, 10 minutes to go for a walk, 10 minutes to do some push-ups, go and lie down and do some breathing, 10 minutes to prep for a nutritious meal. Could you do some batch cooking as a family at the weekend yeah. all together? So food is covered, you know, or again, same thing if you're a couple working, can you have those kind of conversations? But think about the dialogue gets stuck and the, the, the negative habits of that comparison gets stuck and then rather than having that can-do attitude of like, okay, well, this is not serving us, our health's going down the toilet, what can we do? Mm. We just sit there just reinforcing it in, in so many different ways. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think 
<clears throat> that's just really important to identify what's taking place right there and then and and make some changes where possible and we are really lucky in so many ways we don't have those responsibilities but that's not to say when all of this happened we knew straight away and we even said this to one another this could absolutely be the end of our business because the whole world has gone online now yeah. and as a tiny company with you know very little resources are we ever going to be able to compete now with the level of marketing that will go into these really brilliant shiny fitness nutrition brands you know but, but, but again that comes down to that comparison thing doesn't it but like yeah, so yeah, we, you know like we we've started to look comparison. at look at other people that there's <laughs> me and you in our scruffy lounge <laughs> but it's true though isn't yeah. it like before like and i think we mentioned this uh, on a previous podcast or maybe it was on one of our lives like a big barrier for us was because we were i suppose because we felt we we weren't able to offer something that was as good as what other people were offering not based on our knowledge and our expertise but more so like, oh, you know, lighting. Our, our, yeah, our lounge is really quite dark. You know, the lighting's not very good. It's not really big enough. And unless you've got the perfect angle with the camera, which takes a while to find, you know, you're out of shot and people aren't going to be able to see you properly. All these like obstacles that we put up ourselves, really. And, you know, you see these others that are obviously done on like a really top quality camera, like... And they can have music in, and we can't have music. In the studio yeah. with like amazing lighting yeah. and it all just looks so crisp. But with all of this going on, it's forced our hand because we've gone, do you know what? We just want to show up for people now. And as long as people can see us yeah. and they can hear us, we're not so fussed about the slight yellow tinge <laughs> on the on the screen because of the the lights that we've got and and things like that and in a way like that's a great thing and whilst at first we were a bit like oh you know oh look at that video look at this video look how good it is we're like it was almost pointless because we're like well we're not in a position to do that yet because this is just how it is right now so let's step up and do the very very best that we can and you know what the feedback has been amazing we have absolutely been blown away but it's also been this is such an amazing comparison that you've just done because it's it's oh, ended thanks. up being reciprocal in that we needed it and we have thrived and and gained a sense of purpose from it and that's really served our health and then obviously, greater purpose yeah and others have been able to participate and connect with us and that's also served them but this is exactly the same as someone right now who's looking at everyone else going for a 10k run and they've got literally they're lucky if they've got five ten minutes and so they do nothing and this is what i'm saying that's where that comparison is yeah. but what about if you did five ten minutes consistently over the next week and then mm -hmm. suddenly you've clocked up nearly an hour of more than you were doing yeah. last week and what's really important about that is with every five or ten minutes that you invest there's going to be some positive feedback to your body mm -hmm. and you're going to feel better for doing it and and it is that little and often so just like we had to rock up and go okay we're so imperfect it's ridiculous in terms of the environment and the setting you're doing the same often with nutrition and exercise yeah. yoga meditation we all think well if we haven't got 40 minutes to sit on a mat and on you know, then let's not do any of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We, we, we bypass the 10 minutes that we could just sit and breathe into our belly. Or if we haven't got, you know, to get out and, and you know, smash 10K, then we, we don't think about lapping the park a little bit as the kids are on the climbing mm. frame. And actually, I've, the clients that I'm working with at the moment, it's been really interesting because it's a challenge to me to help them. One of the main things I'm doing with them is we're just, we're just problem solving. 
Yeah, cool. So we're going through the motions. And I'm like, come on, tell me the barriers. And for some of them, shift workers, care workers are saying, I am knackered, exhausted, also have children at home. And we've actually talked about sourcing stationary bikes and things and, and turbo trainers on the bikes, because at least then they can be done indoors whilst the kids are watching TV. And, you know, I didn't even think about the fact that many have mentioned when you are with smaller kids, of course, that time outside tends to be, it's not exercise for you necessarily. Well, that was their perception. I did highlight, there's nothing stopping you wrapping out 20 bodyweight squats whilst they do five laps on the slide. You know, there are still ways that we yeah, can, yeah. and play, you know, play is a movement. And yeah. But that was underestimated, undervalued, because it's not a 10K, it's not a hit session, it's not exercise in their yeah. mind. And I think, well... Yeah, not you know, put it in that bracket. Yeah. That's it. And same thing for the kind of, nutrition side of things so much of it is being because we have a membership group so we see how comparison can sometimes trigger that negative reflection on yourself and some people are batch cooking like it's their career you know and it's like five curries and casseroles and all these veg dishes in the fridge on a Sunday done bosh you know and other people are scrambling for like something they can make in five minutes and if I'm honest (laughs) I selfishly prefer I don't do a lot of batch cooking. I prefer to kind of have quicker meals to make. Reason being, if I batch cook, you eat it all. I do. <laughs> so I'm just like, Sauce. it doesn't work for us. So I actually come yeah. up with loads of really <laughs> quick recipes that I can make without, a, you know, knowing, I don't refer to any book. And I know I can make it in about 10, 15 minutes. And every now and then we do full joints of meat and wax and baked potatoes in the oven. And that's about as much batch cooking as I do, simply because you, you do eat it all. Yeah. So. I'm terrible for that. So I think, again, people are thinking that batch cooking has to be this, you know, like kind of kind of epic thing. And like, you know, it really doesn't. And we, we're lazy. I actually said to you the other day, I was making homemade chocolates. And, and again, the reason I make these is I just like to have a little bit of something yeah. in the day. And I melt chocolate, mix it with a bit of protein powder. But I whack it in ice cube trays. It looks messy. And I said, I'm such a lazy cook. I'm a lazy baker, really, because it's all about... I just want to make sure I'm eating something nutritious. There's a little bit tasty. I'm going to stuff what it looks like. Yeah. And it's certainly well, not going to look that impressive on Instagram. And I only do the recipe photos for our website about once a month because I can't be bothered to like <laughs> make it look pretty. I'm just like, it's not this. This is just a level of faff. I'm just, just not me. Yeah, no fakes. But we have to do it because otherwise people won't cook the recipe. So I don't know. So I just think that's an amazing comparison that you did in terms of us as a business and... And we have said, you know, we have no choice now but to work through this situation and and do our best. And then whatever happens, and this is going back to the mindset side of things and worrying about where you are right now, Mm. worrying about your job, your finances, what's going to happen at the end of lockdown. We don't know. And and that's the same, Matt and I don't know where we're going to be. And what we've kind of said is, then don't let your head go there. You really just Just, can't. just, Just focus on like the things that are within your control yeah. and the things that aren't necessary so much, you know, just try your best to understand what you can and, you know, just try and make use of the, you know, I, I go on to like, you know, HMRC and the government website, you know, on a quite regular just to kind of see what's what and to see what's going on and to see what help is out there should we need it. Like, for example, like we took advantage of the, the mortgage holiday because it was there and as we said you know like we took a financial hit and we were like well do you know what it'd be a nice safety net for us to know that we're not you know having to pay our mortgage for a few months and I'm really really pleased that we did and there's nothing wrong with that if they if you need a little bit of help there's help out there so just try and take what you can should you need it and I feel very grateful for that you know I do feel very very grateful that there is the opportunity to do such things 
and 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 I think if you just invest a little bit in t- a bit of time and reading what you are eligible for, yeah. And as, as stressful as it is, you might not get a response as quick as possible. And it took me uh, five applications just to get a response on the mortgage holiday, and it was stressful, but it's done now. And you know, and I'm really really pleased. So. Not that I'm here to give anyone financial advice, (laughs) but all I'm saying is, like, isn't it amazing? There is that help out there should we need it. And, yeah, it might take a bit longer and might be a bit more stressful than we'd like it to be to gain access to. It is there. So invest a little bit of time in in reading up on that. But also on that note, though, the last thing that you want to do, and we've said this straight away, and actually I was speaking to another friend who's in a really similar situation, and, and they were saying their partner's been furloughed but paid a seriously reduced salary and doesn't know if there's a job at the end and they were saying but this is actually an opportunity then to work on our health yeah. so actually with us being as a family again we are both exercising we're both taking it in turns to cook the food and um, spending loads of time with the family and I just think what you do want to have in a time of financial instability and, and the potential econo- economic crisis that we're having is you want to have your mental and physical health yeah so whilst we can't do anything about those situations and we said the same okay but what we can do is really look after ourselves the last thing i want to do now is try to you know find comfort in food or alcohol like we don't really drink anyway but i'm not going to go down that route or even excessive exercise which has always been my kind of drug you know i'm not going to break my body doing those things and then have on top of that Mm. this element of uncertainty about our future like why would that help me whereas if you focus back and go okay but I can eat well and sensibly and 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 we can still have like pleasure foods and and nice meals at the weekend where we do our normal as if we were eating out routine Um, but equally we've definitely got more opportunity now to probably do like we said a little bit of movement around the house some exercise going out and having that kind of hour I think most people are finding gosh I've never had an hour for exercise so yeah. actually you know now I do have that I've just said it's not you know viable if you've got kids and things like that but this is something that we do now need to focus on but the other side of this it's well, quite the, interesting our, our health is like at the moment it's the one thing that we've probably got the most control over right now yeah, yeah. um there's a lot of uncertainty with other other aspects of our lives but don't get me wrong at first you know we were kind of comfort not comfort eating full blown but it was creeping in wasn't it and we said yeah, this but before I think, like I think we, a lot of people did and said we, actually I remember a lot of mem- yeah. members posting saying I had a word of myself after week one and thought don't yeah. let go, don't, let's not go down this route yeah, exactly. I think it was human nature and we did the same yeah. you know we kind of got it out of our system we were like hang on a minute we need to nip this in the bud ASAP and, and we have done and, and we feel you know we're quite happy with the routine that we've got now and we are enjoying a little bit of a treat just like we ordinarily would anyway but at the moment we're just so we're like you know with all this going on we've got the most control over our daily movement our exercise routine and the food that we're eating actually i'd say in the last week i I really flipped it a little bit and um i did a few days where i was constantly on zoom doing lectures and i really felt i must have stood funny and you know you just get backache like i'm gonna have a stand-up desk but i'll be the first to say once you're getting tired i've noticed two things I actually weirdly squeeze my glutes, which must be a bit overactive. When I'm thinking, I squeeze my glutes. So I started to get like almost cramping in my muscles. And I was like, this is just weird because normally you'd be walking around as a teacher and mm. lecturing. You walk around the yeah, room, course, plus yeah. you've got your breaks, plus you would get to and from the college. So you just, you know, you'd have that kind of element of movement. Yeah. And so I don't, I, I noticed after a couple of days, but then I thought, yeah, but the benefit of being at home is that I can use these 
quick tea breaks and things to do mm. things like some downward dogs some deep squats and rehab exercises so I've kind of basically just done a bit of a, a screening on myself and thought do you know what I'm so weak at this I'm so bad at that my posture this these things could be improved and that was last week and then I've incorporated that into little you know kind of movement breaks across the day just doing things like you know shoulder dislocations where you're taking a band overhead and and you know glute strengthening exercise all the boring stuff that actually I never had time for either has now come into my routine and similarly on the nutrition front we just said we're not eating in between meals and that is that so we we just got really almost said it we didn't say it to each other we said it to ourselves I'm just like I have breakfast I have nothing for three four hours I have lunch don't need an afternoon snack I used to have one sometimes but that was because I think maybe it's psychological but just more level of activity I used to have afternoon snack and then dinner later whereas now we're going through till dinner you know, when we don't have, and then we, like you said, we kind of have our chocolate. And, and even now I find myself going, you've had some chocolate now, you're done. Yeah. Type thing. And we don't eat late. And that's always been, we, we noticed a massive benefit from not eating late from mm-hmm. the last couple of years. So it's, it's yeah. great now because it's a habit for us, but we don't get the snacks out after dinner and stuff. Do we? And, that, and that's been a big, um, you know, we, we just before this, we did a, a live Q&A on the Fit Food Facebook page and Instagram. And one of the questions was, is there anything that you've kind of changed during lockdown that you think you'll continue afterwards? And something for me that I didn't mention earlier actually was because of not having my clients, I haven't had to get up so early and I feel like a different person <laughs> yeah. for for the extra sleep. And before all of this, like I kept saying to you, didn't I? I said, like, I just feel like I look rough and I feel like I'm aging. You know what I mean? <laughs> Great and, and of course, Keris was very lovely and always like, oh, no, you, don't, you look lovely. But, you know, she was just saying that to make me feel better. <laughs> Whereas now, like, I don't look in the mirror and go, God, Matt, you look haggard or you look old or or whatever. Actually, because I feel so fresh. I feel so much better. For the extra sleep. For the extra sleep. Yeah. And there's a part of me that's like, gosh, like, how can I keep this up? Because obviously I've still got, I've got clients to train and, and I enjoy training them. Yeah. That's the tough thing. But it, it's been a real eye-opener for me in that sense. But we did both say one of the things we'd take away is definitely could exercise at home more More, and the times when we actually do quite like going to the gym but we would sometimes go to the gym at the weekend and then suddenly three four hours have gone and actually we were saying not going into the town which we love doing sometimes just potting around having a coffee but having that taken away from you has made us venture out to like amazing spaces woodland which we're quite good at doing with Hamish but more so one thing I've noticed is we go two three days without spending a single penny and that's and I'm like When you are pottering around the towns <laughs> and yeah, you're like that's, that's amazing. <laughs> but when you are pottering around the towns and stuff, you buy coffees and then it's waters and then suddenly like oh we spent thirty pound and we didn't really come away with anything. Yeah. Whereas now you get so good at like okay we pack all our own stuff and we head out and we go to beautiful spaces and and we said before on the on the last podcast I think we are just so much more engaged with nature like me and you just love. We actually think we're getting quite good at identifying which birds are doing what bird song now. We're probably we? probably way off, but <laughs> yeah, who cares? Guessing. It's fun, but it's true. Like you know, we 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 love it now. But again, you know, not to make it all about us, but you know, we rarely have the opportunity to walk together in the morning or the morning because yeah, I'm normally yeah. already up and out and in London training people. Then it's just been such a novelty being able to to do that, hasn't it? And I think it, it's just a reminder. I think to we don't know how long this is going to last and as uncertain as and and crazy as it can be let's try our very best to make the most of the good things the things that are better the things that are nicer such as more time with your your loved ones your kids and and everything else because 
like we said before, the last thing you want to do is spend so much time worrying now and not taking advantage of all of those things yeah. only to then feel slightly regretful that and, and wishing that you had done so whilst you had the opportunity. That's all I, I would say. A couple of things that have been quite important to us, we've said is also you mentioned getting out and walking first thing in the morning. We did say that that was, even though we're doing early morning live sessions on Facebook training, we almost always walk beforehand with the dog, don't we? And we said that that just seemed to help from a kind of, I, we all know that daylight helps in terms yeah. of circadian rhythm and sets your, sets your kind of sleep-wake cycle. We've decided we're just milking the early nights, but that's because we can. We haven't got mm. kids and things. But even <laughs> so, your kids, if you're young, should be going to bed quite early anyway. Yeah. So we are milking the early nights, getting to bed and, and just reading in bed and, and then getting up and getting out as soon as we possibly can. I think that's quite helpful. One of my clients said that they can't do that because, again, the kids in the morning you know they've got breakfast they've got all these things to do and I said could you just like if the weather's okay can't you just head out and spend a bit of time in the garden first thing and they were like oh yeah yeah we could we could and I'm like that mm. makes quite a difference to your hormone rhythm oh, for the day but your mental health the rhythm. <laughs> and just going outside have that cup of tea in the garden do something with the kids you know it could be like set them a, a, an exercise challenge or something you could get involved with that as well but those types of things because we haven't got the normal routine of of, of heading out I think are, are just really important for us to keep these are the sort of things that we probably would suffer from, that lack of yeah. daylight exposure. Oh, yeah. You know, eventually might end up kind of having that negative effect. And, and that's when we've kind of also done things like we'll take breaks and go and, and clear the garden out. And, and you did the whole garden last weekend. But, mm. you know, just those types of things, getting out and, and we've said hoovering, cutting the hedge, anything that's it's a movement, but it's also you're kind of self-improving, you know, not self-improving, but house home improvements is really nice to tick off the list yeah, as well. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you said, then we come out of this and... I know what I was going to say. One mm. of the things that um, on that question, what, what are you going to take away as well? We said home training, definitely. And I think I can work more from home than I ever thought. I've always said, yeah. no, no, I have to be in a library and a coffee shop. House. And it, it, it's, it, adds, it adds a level of logistics because I have to prep all my food and I spend money on coffees and things. And I think I've got better at actually going, no, you can work at home. You were just being, if I'm honest, like I'm probably a little bit spoiled, but I just I do focus better occasionally, not at home. The other thing I was going to say was just FaceTiming people, which we mentioned before, like FaceTiming friends and family. And I think this situation, one of the positives of it is, you know, you were always worrying about, oh, I haven't called that person for a while. Yeah, and yeah. those every like now people are just picking up the phone and talking. And I think I've realised that that time in the afternoon when I almost sometimes force myself to work and I'm really unproductive and then I give up eventually and walk the dog. It's like I should just get out with the dog and FaceTime people yeah. that I love talking to. And I think this has made me realise, you know, we, we put that on the back burner and it just well, never happens. Well, it's like you said earlier on the on the live, you were like, you know, before it was always like, oh, let's arrange a catch up, you know, let me know a day and a time. Yeah. And, and you have this back and forth and then it kind of just goes out the window or is forgotten about. And it's like, well, just stop trying to plan. Just, 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 just do. Yeah. Just pick up the phone. Because everyone's at home. Yeah, give, give them <laughs> yeah. a bell. You know, they might pick up. They might not. If they don't, hopefully they return your call. And 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 I think there are so many positives in that sense. It's just like I say, it's just forced your hand a little bit. To and just the, and then the little things that we were that, that niggled you about someone or they niggled. You know, a lot of it's got forgotten about. And I think that's really nice as well. I found I found that you know in some of my own kind of relationships where I'm like. I don't care anymore you know I just want to speak to that person like this situation generally when you have something that quite like really it's put us all on that level playing field in so many ways you just forget about 
the minor things in life that you were grudges you were holding or whatever and I think that's been really amazing in terms of seeing that connection but I just also wanted to go back to when we were talking about this is a chance to look after yourself because the interesting thing about COVID-19 is when you're looking at the stats and they talk about pre-existing conditions so many of them are related to metabolic health and Mm. we know that metabolic health is massively influenced by lifestyle factors and this has been the public health advice for 50 60 years heart disease do some exercise eat well eat loads of vegetables manage stress and now sleep has kind of caught up in the last i'd say like last 10 years same thing for uh, diabetes you know we're looking at blood sugar regulation we know that shift work and things like that really affect you and i think one of the things i keep thinking of is gosh if you're you know in that front line as in in your in the health services a big factor for probably why they're so vulnerable will be shift work and as imagine the emotional stress we have a member of our family who we've spoken to said you know one evening so many losses and uh, i'd have some time off after thought they were actually falling in with the virus but it was just literally emotional just yeah you know fatigue just, just fatigue and i think when we look at this virus situation I think the one thing rather than be scared and you know you can you can run this over in your head so many times but maybe one of the things that we should just all be kind of contemplating and and taking away is that again we have that responsibility there are no guarantees you're still seeing young fit people you know be vulnerable to this virus but the majority that are having the worst outcomes do have those those chronic diseases those inflammatory diseases so we need to do what we all can to do our best to not end up in that situation, which yeah. is, as I've said, everything that we've talked about across this podcast. So think about healthy body composition, sufficient sleep, stress management, loads of antioxidant-rich foods, keeping inflammation in check with, again, enough exercise, not too much. Look after your gut. That's where most of your immune system is based. Your microbiome, generally, we've talked about that, you know, on all the podcasts and and being in nature and how powerful that is for our, our immune system. So when you are you know finding yourself slipping or um and by that i mean as in you're falling into habits that are more about kind of comfort and escape Mm. remind yourself back you know like it it was interesting i had a chat with my dad just before all this happened and at first i think there was a little bit of he was wanting to kind of say oh you know i want to keep going you know i want to i'm going to go to the supermarket i'm going to get my food and you know i don't want to be depending on anybody and it wasn't through a a, a complacency in any way it was more kind of it doesn't like relying on people no. for that and then he he checked himself when he said oh actually you know i would take up a bed if i did catch it i would take up a bed equipment i'd worry you guys i would take up human resources and, and he said that's quite a selfish thing for me to do and you know there are no guarantees and i am no, no. although he's not high risk it's you know potentially could be and he said so you know what i've got a responsibility i mean to be fair to my dad this is another conversation that we had, you know, he said, it's my responsibility to do what I can to look after my health, although there's no guarantees, Mm. that's all going in place. But he hadn't really let that sort of thing slip since he had cancer. No. And it's just, we had one conversation this week, actually, it was really interesting, where we talked about the fact that if you do have any kind of health crisis, and obviously I've kind of spoken about mine last year, and I said, sometimes I feel I had moments where I really lost faith in everything that I teach, because it's like, how can I eat so well, sleep and exercise and, you know, do everything I can and take my supplements and all this happened to me. And I said to dad, to my dad, I said, the biggest lesson for me was the bit that I never got a grip on was, I suppose, like my mental and emotional health because I still just worked too hard. Yeah. 
And there were other things that fed into our situation that I had no control of, but my reaction to them was work as hard as I possibly could to fix the situation. And on top of that, we've run a business and, you know, tried to micromanage my parents through having cancer and stuff. Yeah. So there were other things always going on and I'm kind of like a natural worry. But we had this conversation and, and I said to him, although I'm saying this about COVID-19, you know, makes you more vulnerable to have these chronic inflammatory diseases so why wouldn't you put some things in place to look after your health and I said to dad I, I, I must sound like a hypocrite because in the last year I've had more hospital appointments for myself than yeah, yeah. I've ever had in my life but he said and this is a nice point he said but you've done everything you possibly could yeah. to respond to a health crisis that your body presented to you you've done you reined in your work you've I kind of put myself in lockdown I'm not for that last time you reined in your work you were going to bed at eight o'clock you were eating a really nutritious diet and you know so that when I was going to my health appointments I was like I'm doing all of this but I need your help with this and you know and I did invest in in you know alternative stuff as well and you know everything I could possibly do and he said the same thing and he said it was the same with me when I got cancer yes you know, it was a bit gutting because I'm the one that eats the kale and I do my exercises yeah. and I look at, you know, other members of the family that don't and friends that do none of this. And it was a bit like, gosh, you know, you, you doubt it. But then he said equally, there was more that I could be doing from a kind of, you know, and he said the same thing, managing stress perspective and not taking on too much in life and those types of things. And, and you know, and he said, and I have eased back and I, I've, I've been better at self-care and they've spent more time in Portugal and yeah yeah. and and he said that it was my responsibility to do that and I I, you know and I just think that's something that you you might need to have that conversation with yourself don't go to the negative place where you you beat yourself up all the time about what you should have done do what you can learn from the lesson that your your body has taught you essentially there's a lot that you learn from from any health health kind of threat I think And, and, and that's been my takeaway and, and as we've always said, you know, health is multifaceted. Like, yeah, you know, like Keris just said, you know, Keris has, has, has eaten very well and exercised for a long, long time. Yet the things that were hindering her health weren't anything really to do with that. It was over, you know, overthinking things, worrying, stressing, yeah, yeah. working too vu- long. I think you have your vulnerabilities, like we all do. do. And, and we, you we, build we, resilience in one area and the other one's like creaking. Yeah, like, exactly. And yeah. it's... It, it's it, you know better better to have like some things in order than nothing at all for sure but we can't forget that your nutrition and exercise are only a part of the equation yeah there's so much else going on that we we can't ignore because there's only so far those other things will take you before your body's like hang on a minute but it was an (laughs) yeah can i have a quiet word (laughs) (laughs) but an interesting point about this has been having this chat with my dad we also said we're doing these prescription pickups for people who are self-isolating. And I said yeah. to you, it's been really interesting just seeing, gosh, I don't think there's any anyone in isolation that's not on five or more medications. And you could almost start to look at, many of them are about symptom suppression. So there's a lot of basically kind of stuff for gut motility. So clearly there's constipation is, is a yeah. national <laughs> crisis right now. We were saying PPI, so proton pump inhibitors, stopping stomach acid, so acid reflux blood pressure medication and the sad thing for us is as we're doing this I said there's a lot that people could do from a nutrition and lifestyle perspective to manage these and my dad said the same he said you know across whenever I speak to anyone my age now five plus medications and my dad is the only one out of his friends who's not on a single medication Medication. and I think that's something he's quite proud of he's like because I do my walks I do my kettlebells and you know I eat well he's he's, he's, you know I mean your dad's amazing I mean he's nearly 70 and 
But he openly said, and this again goes back to something that we say a lot, is when he tries to kind of inspire his friends and say, oh, you know, why don't you try this? Why don't you try that on a nutrition and exercise front? He said, like, they just don't want to hear it. Yeah. They don't want to listen. They just want to carry on taking the medication. And that's fine because... But it's all... not. He even says this. It's the medication to enable the lifestyle habit that they know they might need to give up, which yeah. he said for many of them, it's acid reflux off the back of alcohol or bread, but they want to keep having alcohol and bread, so they just take the medication. And I think medications have a role. Do not get me... Like, I'm not anti-medications. I'm not... Don't get me wrong yeah, on yeah. that. And I think... But the point of it should be where possible, and it's not always possible to stop the medications, but to to see them as you know speak to whoever prescribes them and say okay i'll take this for this period of time as a, like a, to bridge the gap and then what will we be doing after yeah. that and a friend of ours who's just started working she's doing a it's really interesting that she was saying she works in a gp surgery and with the gp surgeries for a long time they haven't been able to kind of filter people coming in because it's just been a the system's a little bit antiquated they didn't want to change it yeah. with covid they've started filtering so you have to now say why you want the doctor yeah of course and she was saying it's very interesting because for things like iron and b12 they want to start educating people about how could you get this from food yeah and actually you know you could use a supplement you don't need to visit your doctor for these processes and i think you might see some of this stuff change over time we were walking this morning thinking you know you look at a lot of people who are vulnerable to infection and many of them are low in, in vitamin d iron and b12 mm. and you look at elderly and grandparents and they they actually don't eat foods with b12 and iron in that much mm. anymore because their digestive systems are a little bit sluggish or they feel they can't digest yeah. protein your nan's a bit of an exception she's quite a she's a bit of a sausage <laughs> sausage yeah. addict i never forget watching her one of her lunches one day where she put it in a bag came out the kitchen because she's got a little zimmer yeah, just and it was like just, sausages just chopped just up sausages in a bag <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that all you're having for that's, lunch that's an epic snack right there <laughs> yeah. but but to be fair, whenever we go to visit my nan, I'm like, what do you want for dinner, nan? She often says either sausages or burgers. She, she does. Likes, she likes me homemade burgers, doesn't but she? But if you look at a lot of people as they get older, they tend to live on things like toast and cereal oh, yeah. and things she like that. Because, and because digestively, your capacity reduces a little bit and, you know, they might get reflux and constipation. Yeah. So they, <laughs> But then in the same time, they're missing the iron and the zinc and the B12, which your immune system needs. So... The but, nutrient deficiencies are going to be... But what I was going to say earlier was with all of this, you know, when your, your dad was saying that like, they didn't want to hear it, yeah. was like the, the decision needs to come from them. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like they need to make that decision. You can't force anybody no, no. to make that change. Something needs to change within them to want to start to make that that effort, you know, be it on the exercise front, the nutrition front and, and whatever it may be there's a balance here that has to be struck between not giving yourself a hard time in the process mm. of going you because it, it can be too set why do you rely on certain foods so why yeah. do, why do you have to rely on alcohol and coffee and things like that your body's not functioning like it should should do so maybe actually you know the the biggest thing that's going to move you forward is as we talked about at the beginning of this is some big lifestyle adjustments in terms of your agenda for the day the amount of stuff mm. you need to do there's not enough self-care in there so you're constantly having to rely on pick-me-ups all the time like it's and you never like we never judge anybody you look around and, and we've been there we've been like course, we, we have yeah. our crutches so it is a journey that you go on where you say why why can i not stop this why am i attached to this so much what's missing and you know and then start to put some things in place that will enable you to yeah. change in that sense and that's why you know medications can be a part of that process because well, they're going exactly. to give you the faculties the energy whatever it might be to get through but, to make the lifestyle changes you know the medications are one thing but 
I think it's important to be like, oh, you know, I need these medications for X, Y, and Z, but what could I be doing That's it. to help the medications out a little bit so yeah. that maybe they have a greater impact on me? You know, what could I, the, the medications are, are here, what can I do to meet them halfway? Yeah. You know, to do my bit. And like Kerry said, you know, don't worry about the past, don't worry about what might have been the problem, what, what might not have been the problem, whatever it was. It's done, it, it, it's in the background. Focus on where you're at now. And like, like Kerry said, say to yourself, like, I have a responsibility to myself to do the very best that I can on a day-to-day basis to look after me. Yeah. And as a result, put me in a better, better position to look after others and potentially take the pressure off the NHS a little bit yeah. and, you know, open up doors for people that are more vulnerable than I am or something like that. Yeah. You know, that's a real positive thing. That's a really empowering statement to make. Like, that's you doing your bit for you and your community and, yeah. and those that are kind of out there working on the front line at the moment. And I'd like to think that you carry on that mentality once once this is over. Yeah, I really, I really hope and even a lesson maybe from this virus is that it made people more vulnerable to have these metabolic conditions mm. that maybe we haven't been, and I think GPs would be the first to, to say, agree with this, maybe we haven't been as... I can't use the word forceful, I don't we? We haven't really emphasised the power of nutrition and lifestyle mm. with some of these yeah. conditions. The guidelines are there on public health, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure. The guidelines are all there on what we could be doing. Yeah. But medications are sometimes the quicker intervention because that 10-minute GP appointment, what else is, are they able to do? And I really hope we see a restructuring. And this is what my friend was mentioning in the surgery where you'll get referred out to an exercise professional or someone like a physio yeah. for joint problems to get you moving again, which will help regulate your blood sugars. You know, like let's get the movement element back into someone's lifestyle. We've talked about this before in in America, they've got some models of this where, you know, you've got a team of about five people that are getting referrals out because it's actually more appropriate that from a weight loss perspective, a GP has such limited time to work with mm-hmm. you. And yeah, what yeah. you need to do is have someone who teaches you how to cook, how to move, how to manage your stress and how to sleep better and do some portion control, you know, these types of things. And then we wouldn't be so vulnerable necessarily to something like this virus. And I think that might be one of the things that... that it comes off the back of this is this massive restructuring and also one thing that I really want to see is so much more help given to people who are working as health in NHS as health workers because as shift workers they're the ones that need the nutritious food they need I think they should have and this is my dream like subsidized gym membership subsidized personal training like everything I think there should be options gyms Mm. on wards for them to train and exercise personal trainers there like imagine how amazing that would be gosh yeah I mean because you think like you know how exposed like these people are yeah yeah anyway let let alone with everything that's kind of going on at the moment it's just everything's even more so isn't it you know, like we've got a lot of um, a lot of friends of ours work for the NHS, like Kerry says, like family members, uh, nurses and, and, and doctors. You know, gosh, the shifts that they do are yeah. crazy anyway. And at the moment, it's just even more crazy. And, and they've there's... openly said that, that all they want is, and all they're brought often is pizza, chocolate. But in a way, like, stuff, you, you, know? you know, you can just, you can only imagine, can't you? You'd just, can you, you just you be like, yep, yeah, just give me all the carbs, please. <laughs> I just need the carbs and I need the caffeine yeah. to just kind of yeah, keep yeah. me going. And it is a tough one. It is a tough one because we, we all have these ideals. Yeah. But the reality is at the time when it's three o'clock in the morning and yeah, you're, yeah. you know, you're only halfway through a 15 hour shift or whatever it is. Yeah. 
But again, if you end up stream and alleviated the chronic diseases in the first place, then, you know, mm, and, that, and that is about a combination of education, responsibility. And again, that comes back to everyone yeah. having yeah, yeah. that responsibility and just doing their bit, doing whatever they can. Yeah, you know, and absolutely. Yeah. Like Kerry said, there's no guarantees of any of all these things. You can eat well, you can exercise, there's no guarantees, no. but at least you can say to yourself, I'm doing my bit. Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm... Just like, you know, the other areas where we're donating and clapping and maybe volunteering, it's the yeah. same thing with... And it was my dad that said it. He was like, I actually have to have a responsibility here. What can I do? And I can yeah. I can look after myself and hopefully we'll, won't be an, end up, you know... Exactly. Exactly. There we go. Anyway. It's all about stepping up in any which way you can. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, y'all. <laughs> it's a little bit of a reflective. It was very episode. reflective, though, but I think that's what it's all about. It's what yeah. we should take advantage of this opportunity to, like, like I've said, we're learning a lot as a couple. We're learning a lot from a business perspective at the moment because, you know, everyone's kind of been forced down a certain route. Yeah. And, you know, we're learning a lot just generally about as our a, relationships as a, with as a person as a person yeah. with other people and, and about ourselves yeah. and and we were saying this to, to your dad the other day weren't we it was like you know it's it's just a real reflective moment we're learning a lot about ourselves and it's an opportunity to show what we're made of yeah you know what i mean and yeah. just stepping up where we can and and by that i don't mean put on a front don't ever be afraid to reach out and ask for help and and that's something that we've done you know, we, we've reached out, you yeah. know, to, to one another, to like family members, and we urge them to do the same. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. And likewise, reach out to us, you know, if you've got any questions and um, you need any help whatsoever, we're here, you know, Fit of Food, Facebook, Instagram, info at fitterfood.com. Fire a question our way and we'll do our very best to help wherever we can. It's so a big love to you all. Stay safe. Look after yourselves, your loved ones, do your bit, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. See ya.